the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And for the second consecutive day, uh, the microphone is on loan to the recovering congressman. It is I, J.D. Hayworth, in for Seth. Some things don't change, like the number to call 602-508-0960 here at AM960. The Patriot, KKNT, you and I get the next three hours together, and let me serve you notice right now. I'm not a lawyer, never played one on TV. JD stands for John David, not for Juris Doctor, but let me explain something. You need to get prepared right now, because it will test your ability as a communicator, as a caller, as an advocate, as an entertainer, and as one who is proud to call the Valley of the Sun home. In tribute to our old pal, the late, great Bob Mohan, who years ago bequeathed the franchise to me, blow out the phones after the news at five. Now, if you're new to this, if uh, you just got cochlear implants and hearing radio for the first time. Let me explain to you what blow out the phones entails. Think of it as if it were open phones on steroids. Because you will be granted, again, after the news at 5, we're not going to start it now, but after the news at 5, you'll want to line up at 602-508-0960. You will get Exactly 30 seconds. I will greet you and I will say your half minute, your half 30 seconds, or your your 30 seconds starts now. And we have timers here. We have judges here. We have a crack. That's crack, not cracked technical staff. Crack in the meaning of the uh, mid 20th century instead of some sort of harmful additive to your system. Uh, we, we have a proficient, intelligent, able technical staff here who know, they know collectively how to use a stopwatch. And when your 30 seconds are up, boom. So the deal will be, do not call and say, J.D., man, how you doing, man? That just wastes your time. You're going to get the time, we're going to introduce you, and you get those 30 seconds. And again, if you don't finish, well, uh, your time will expire. We will cut the connection and move on. Again, that's coming in hour three. Our second hour today, I um, this, this is not a typical Friday subject. You know, you, you think about Friday and the work week and uh, the late, great Paul Harvey used to do his broadcast, Hello, Americans, it's Friday! And everybody's excited about the weekend. Well, I've got, uh, I've got a topic next hour. 
that uh, will call for introspection. It will call for your collective memory or your perceptions of an event in American history that may have been more than the end of innocence. That'll be next hour, complete with a first-person essay from moi. But you and I begin today with something that happened yesterday. Oh, and if I, if I failed to bring you an update on our good friend for whom the show is named, in his beneficence, in his, uh, in his uh, condition today, which he's getting better, but uh, he couldn't make it in today. However, Seth Liebson emailed me this morning to say that, and I'm quoting directly from the email, he's on the mend. So Friday off, the weekend, things will be great. And today, I want to thank Seth again for lending me this microphone. I want to thank you for lending your ears. And if you were here at this time yesterday, Well, should I call it creative genius? Ah, heck, why not? It was something that happened as we were discussing uh, the, the interesting event that transpired one week ago today. Kirsten Sinema defecting, and let me put that in quotes, defecting from the Democrat Party, embracing independence. And there is a guy, and this happens, and I, I have to admit that I had this affliction for a while back when I was serving in the United States House of Representatives. Uh, you take a look around, and you go, this is fun, but there are six-year terms in the U.S. Senate. But uh, I was just, uh, I was uh, waiting, and the Senate race came after my time in the House, as things turned out. Uh there's a guy in the House who is uh, a hardcore leftist Democrat. And he is just chomping at the bit. He thinks his ticket is punched. And so yesterday, and, and this has been quantified by you. You have gotten in touch with me saying, have you seen this guy's congressional website? It is festooned with pictures from the United States Marine Corps. And look, uh, I know some rock-tough Marines, but one of the things that makes them so tough is the fact that they don't mention every 30 seconds, I was a Marine. I mean, it'll be subtle. They, they may have uh, a Marine cap. Uh, they may have a lapel pin. They may greet one another Semper Fi. But uh, the ambitious leftist just can't get enough, whether on the internet or on cable television, of letting you know that in stark contrast to many on the left, this guy was a Marine. I refer to Representative Ruben Gallego, and in passing yesterday, and uh, Billy C. will quantify this, we were, we were visiting, and, and suddenly it hit me 
that a sitcom from the 1960s and early 70s, the theme to that sitcom really fits Representative Ruben Gallego. And the team went to work today. Billy C. at the controls, David D. offering his dulcet tones. Ladies and gentlemen, get ready to hear the Ruben Gallego theme. Ruben Gallego, U.S. Senate wannabe. I am a Marine first, uh, Congressman second, and Marines we prepare. Starring United States Congressman Ruben Gallego. I am a Marine. <laughs> Marines we prepare. Tonight's episode, Spurning the Cinema. Brilliant job. Welcome to the opening episode of the Ruben Gallego Show, Ruben Gallego, U.S. Senate wannabe. And by the way, do you know he, he was part of the USMC? I mean, there he was on MSNBC the other night, make-up stuff, never believe conservatives, by the way. Those are the letters for which that stands. I just want you to hear I, I just want you to hear Gallego like a Marine going after Kirsten Cinema. Cut two. Well, number one, I don't scare easily. Never have and never will. Uh, number two, uh, the math is, doesn't prove that's true. Uh, Republicans have not been able to hold their coalition for the last uh, three cycles. Uh, and they're not going to be able to do it again. At the same time, we have a lot of Latino voters that I think are going to stick with the Democratic Party. Uh, and lastly... I don't see Democrats, Republicans, or independents rushing towards someone who, you know, stood up for pharma when we were trying to negotiate the, you know, drug price benefits, uh, who fought for hedge fund managers, which are nearly non-existent in Arizona, instead of really trying to fight to bring the price of insulin down. Those aren't Arizona values. Those aren't independent values. They're not even Republican values. So unless there's somehow a big influx of Wall Street lobbyists to move to Arizona, I don't know where her base is going to come from. Well, it's funny you should mention that. Marine Ruben Gallego, because if you're looking at the battlefield, if you're not running from a fight, you should know the ammo in the hands of your adversary. It ain't easy to knock off a Senate incumbent, even one who has embraced independence. Your comments requested, 602-508-0960. When we return, the independent responds. It's J.D. for Seth. Happy to take it away and give it to you. Phone number to call, 602-508-0960, AM960, The Patriot, recovering Congressman J.D. Hayworth, in for Seth Liebson, who, in his own words, is on the mend. In, uh, well, about 13 minutes from now, unlucky Arizona, because the AP has decreed, and uh, even Channel 10 News writing... Writing, uh, hey, uh, Katie Hobbs is the governor. She's the governor-elect. You're going to find out what you're in for 
if that, in fact, ends up being the case, and also the coverage, the discrepancies, the general hoo-ha that has emerged from what is, in my opinion, the deliberate tomfoolery of a couple of, well, moderate, thoughtful Republicans, arrogant people who have forgotten that they are supposed to be public servants and who thought, hey, we don't like the America First candidate, so I know I'll start a pack and we'll get dark money to beat the Republican nominee and the other guy talking like Mr. Rogers saying that would be great because it'll be a catastrophe. Republicans need to be humiliated at the ballot box. I refer, of course, the second voice, kind of a Mr. Rogers thing, to the chairman of the Maricopa County Board of Supervisors and, of course, the other voice, Mr. Pack, founder, were all poorer for Stephen Richer being the county recorder, in my humble opinion. So all the fallout from that hoo-ha, but now let's return to the matter at hand. I mean, we had the great production work from our marvelous production team giving us the theme to Ruben Gallego, U.S. Senate wannabe. And even there, he, he it was amazing. The answer we played, uh, the, the soundbite we heard earlier, he didn't say he was a Marine, but he said, I don't, I don't scare easy. I don't run from a fight. Okay, good. Pal, if you think this is something, politics, well, yeah, Sun Tzu, the art of war. But l- let me just give you some free advice, Ruben, and you don't have to take it. And I understand you wouldn't. It ain't real cool. I don't care how woke we get. It ain't real cool to, quote, beat up on the girl. Okay? Especially when it's as if Kirsten Cinema went to political charm school. Back when she first started uh, gaining notoriety, uh, about the time she went to the State House, initially she was a Green Party enthusiast who didn't have exactly nice things to say about folks in the family way, about marriage and family. That was then, this is now. In fact, if, um, since, uh, uh, here's another sitcom from the past, dated reference, if uh, you're not a baby boomer, I guess you'll have to uh, check out a search engine, the sitcom That Girl, with Marlo Thomas, who kind of talked like, Janet Napolitano, when you when you think anyway, Marlo Thomas had the part. Nowadays, Arizona's senior senator could get that gig. Let me take you back to last week in that well choreographed rollout of her independent status. Uh, she's talking to old Jake Tapper over at CNN, and here she is. Listen to this kind of. Breathy, the pause, the 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 realization of how how the partisan way is wrong. Take a listen to cut three. Well, I know this is really hard for lots of folks, especially in D.C. But what's important to me is to not be 
to not be tethered by the partisanship that dominates politics today. And I think Americans are tired of it. I think Arizonans are tired of it. Oh, do you? Well, it's not a bad idea in Maricopa County. Cause now, independent slash other, that preference out polls or out registers everybody else. So it's, it's pretty clever. But again, you and I talked about it. It's just worth reminding you. This is all uh, a, a dance to win votes and influence people. Kirsten really, when she when she told Chuckle Schumer, the Democrat leader, uh, leader, I'd like to keep my committee assignments through the Democrat caucus. She's a Democrat. OK, she is. And uh, I got to tell you something else you need to know about the dynamic at work. Kirsten Cinema is closer. I know it sounds wild, given her political past with the Green Party, but these days she is closer to Chuckle Schumer and outgoing Speaker Nancy Pelosi than she is to the Odd Squad, AOC and that bunch. Hey, but before we go to break, just to end this Washington segment, Barf Alert, this is another CNN clip. Jamie Gangell uh, took Chuckle Schumer and Nancy Pelosi to a D.C. Chinese restaurant. I don't know if it uh, you name a we spy low. Anyway, they're in there and uh, they're talking their relationship. Take a listen to cut four. How would you describe your relationship? You're called the power couple. You're called an odd couple. Yeah, your we're friends. close friends. It's your almost friends. like brother and sister. A That's bit. right. When you disagree. Who wins? Usually her. No, no. When we disagree, then we end the conversation. Yeah. And we know we're going to come we back. We had a pretty tough one a week ago, right? What was it? What was, was it so about? I don't even remember. I don't remember what it was, but it was, well, shall we say, candid. Uh, shall we say old? Shall we say decrepit? Shall we say gerontocracy? These folks are around the bend. But let me explain to you. That um, AOC and that crowd from the squad, they've got uh, they've got Chuckle Schumer and Nancy Pelosi upset. Pelosi, obviously, they were in the house. Chuckles was was a worried man. He thought AOC might try to run for the Senate. So they look at Kirsten Cinema as somebody who can appeal to squad members or guys who look at AOC and go, well, like one of my old buddies in Congress, the late great Howard Coble. If he ever served with AOC, he'd say, hey, I got to tell you something about her. That gal, she's kind of easy on the eye. Mark my words, Chuck Schumer is going to be like Mitch McConnell was this time around for Lisa Murkowski. That's the dynamic that's going to be at work. And, uh, Ruben Gallego, you may not get scared, but you better know the lay of the land, brother, because Schumer is going to box you out, pal. The the uh, Democrat Senate campaign committee, the money is just not going to be there for you, brother. So I guess you're going to have to find it somewhere else. Glad you don't scare easy, but you better start figuring out why and how you're going to raise that jack 
to win a seat in the Senate. We didn't even talk about the three-way part of this. One reason, it's a family show. It's J.D. for Seth. Don't you dare go away. All right, that's good to know. 602-508-0960 to the number to call here at AM 960, The Patriot. J.D. in for Seth. It's Friday. Our third hour after the news at 5, blow out the phones. Oh, if you're looking uh, for me on social media, uh, forget Facebook. I turned my back on Facebook when the the, uh, Bond-like villain, the man-child, took about a half billion dollars and started planting it around uh, different locations to, quote, grow the vote for the left. You will find me on LinkedIn. And there I am, just like it sounds, J. D. Hayworth, H-A-Y-W-O-R-T-H. Now, just been checking some of the polling, and uh, one headline reads, Deep Dive Polling Says Mike Pence Has No Chance to Become President. That is especially disappointing to the outgoing governor of Arizona. Doug Ducey had hitched whatever kind of star he had to Vice President Pence or former Vice President Pence, or as those of us who served in Congress with him, at least this former member of Congress, as I called him, Mike Pence, none the richer. From that very hip group, in fact, we ought to effort that song. The uh, the theme to One Tree Hill, uh, that Kiss Me song by Six Pence, None the richer, that's where I got the nickname for Mike Pence. Mike Pence, none the richer. But you may recall that back during that hot August primary in Arizona, there were Doug Ducey and Mike Pence extolling the virtue of the establishment favorite. Uh and uh, Karen, Karen Taylor Robson, uh, she came mighty close, but Carrie Lake rallied to win the nomination. And that's where, and, and you know, Mike Pence is very diplomatic. You take a look at him. If you're hip to the old cartoon Johnny Quest, Mike Pence looks as if he could be the little brother of Race Bannon. Remember Race Bannon, the big athletic guy, the white hair? Well, Mike Pence, if they were to put him in animated form for that action-adventure cartoon series from Hanna-Barbera, Pence would be like uh, Ricky Bannon, Race Bannon's little brother. And, of course, Mike Pence, very complimentary to his former boss, the 45th president, Donald Trump, but just had a different idea about it. Just kind of haven't had a couple of different ideas about Arizona. And boy, Pence and Doug Ducey especially thought that was going to be the breakthrough. They were going to earn the accolades because the Trump-endorsed candidate was going to go down to defeat. They're going to be seen as kingmakers. And old Doug is thinking, wow, that ticket, Pence, Ducey... Okay. Well, dreams die hard. That one uh, died. But another thing that that uh, 
Governor Ducey has done, kind of late, but he's gotten to it. Suddenly he discovered border security. So he's put all those empty uh, shipping containers. They look like boxcars up on the border, Arizona's border with Sonora. Good job, Doug. Just mighty dang late. But I understand. You know, you're, you're kind of doing the, the Greg Abbott slow shuffle. I know the ag interest guys are saying, don't you touch my cheap labor. Don't you touch my guest workers. Don't you get tough when a guy says, I'm, I'm going home for a couple of weeks. I'll make my own way back. And all the folks, all the hotelier, all the innkeepers, hey, hey we got to have our cheap labor. And so it gets to be a slow walk. But finally, Doug did the right thing. Put up the shipping containers to keep out the illegals. If you want to know why elections have consequences, and when you hit your knees tonight, even if you're an establishment Republican, you better understand what's going on. When I come back, I will share with you a story from a guy who used to be on his best behavior. I knew he was a leftist, but he has grown more strident in his uh, later years. And no, I shall not uh, endeavor to plant one on this guy. I'll tell you who he is, and we'll listen to Sixpence None the Richer, since we've discussed Mike Pence None the Richer, and I'll invite your call, 602-508-0960, J.D. for Seth. Sixteen minutes before four, coming up after the news at four, an event that profoundly changed American history and may have changed it in more ways than one. Uh, Sixty, almost sixty years ago, fifty-nine years and roughly three weeks ago, we'll talk about that next hour. I promised you before the break, oh, by the way, J.D. for Seth, number to call 602-508-0960 here at AM 960, the Patriot KKNT. Uh, Howie Fisher, back when I was in Congress, Howie was always a courteous guy. But then Ed, Ed, I, I was with you listening on the radio uh, for the certification of the election in 2020. And here comes Governor Ducey, and uh, we do elections right now. Howie was upset. Not at Governor Ducey for certifying the election, along with other uh, people whose signatures were required uh, for the Council of State, like uh, Secretary of State uh, Shady Katie Hobbs and the Attorney General. No, Howie was mad that people had questions. And boy, when he was asking questions and spitting fire at Doug Ducey, I thought Doug was going to respond the way uh, Cindy Lou Hensley McCain used to talk to him down at the beer distributorship when that was Doug's first gig in Arizona. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So Howie remains on this kick. He is he is a righteous leftist, and his mission now is to see... Katie Hobbs become governor and aid in the destruction of the state of Arizona. Turn it smack dab into California East. Uh, history, you need to look up. Uh, it's Tom McCall. 
Back when they were still, we still had liberal Republicans. Tom McCall was governor of Oregon. And there's a phrase, it's in the Bible, but I just don't want to use the phrase on this family show. So <laughs> there'd, be, there'd be billboards in Oregon when, when folks would travel north from California, they would read, welcome to Oregon, now turn around and go back to California. All of the hoo-ha attendant with the smiling cobra, gruesome Gavin Newsom, we are about to have that delivered upon us here in the 48th state, in the Grand Canyon state, by a mini mouse voiced Marxist. And oh, look at the headline from Capital Media Services. Hobbs vows to stop shipping container border wall. Again, the article written by the passionately partisan Howie Fisher of Capital Media Services. A sheriff said crews are working feverishly to complete stacking of shipping containers along the border before Governor Doug Ducey's term ends, which would also end the project's funding. Incoming Governor Katie Hobbs plans to halt any further work on building a wall of storage containers on the state's southern border. It's not our land to put things on, she told Capital Media Services. Now, compare and contrast. Remember, you'd have those essay questions in government class or history class. Compare and contrast shady Katie Hobbs with conservative Carrie Lake. Remember, Carrie Lake said, hey, day one when I'm in as governor, a state of emergency on the border because we're being invaded. Just a couple of interesting things as a lawsuit... Uh, is going to be heard, or uh, the lefties get to come up and offer their motion to dismiss. And I include in the lefties the uh, the board of supervisors and the uh, the guy who's so pleased with himself, uh, the young fellow who is the county recorder. Uh, they think there's going to be a motion to dismiss, which is going to get throttled through on Monday. It may. I don't know. I don't think it should. What I thought was interesting, a, a couple of articles... One put out by a Scottsdale news feature that shows up on uh, the internet feed of my bride, Miss Mary. She gets this email. I don't know where it came from, but but they decided to talk about who better to talk about the Arizona election than a guy who works for Dan Abrams. You remember Dan, right? He's the guy on cable TV, started doing that, uh, that like long form cops it's a Saturday night. There's a full moon across America. We got video with those guys. And the curious thing, back when I was in Congress, maybe you've noticed this too, Dan Abrams' hair, he never has to get a haircut. I once asked Don Imus about that. He said, I wouldn't go there if I were you. Well, anyway, Dan always been nice to me personally, but he's got a young man working for him, Adam Classfield. Arizona Governor-elect, oh, let's get this, Arizona Governor-elect Katie Hobbs tells judge court should, quote, not indulge losing candidate Carrie Lake's absurd lawsuit a minute longer. Now, I guess you can defend the headline because it's quoting what Shady Katie and her lawyers are putting out, but I went to the Channel 10 website. 
uh, fox10phoenix.com. And, you know, I, I'm going to look for purposes of full disclosure. I, of course, worked at Channel 10. Maybe you remember that before going to Congress. Carrie Lake, uh, after a couple of years at Channel 12 and a little time away, returned and went to work for Channel 10. The rest is history. What's interesting to read, and it's said by the Fox 10 staff, I'm just looking in here, uh, the, the way things are described. Among the claims in the filing, Lake claims there are thousands of illegal votes that Arizona Secretary of State and Governor-elect Katie Hobbs and Maricopa County Recorder Stephen Richer were involved in government censorship and that whistleblowers saw violations, they put in quotes, violations, in the chain of custody of ballots. Isn't that interesting? Violations they choose in their editorial form to say, oh yeah, right, violations. And then the next to last paragraph, Lake has refused to acknowledge that she lost to Democrat Katie Hobbs, and has for weeks drawn attention to voters who said they experienced long lines and other difficulties. Hey, memo to Fox 10. I don't know if you guys think you're being tough and being objective by smacking around your former colleague. I know you took a few shots at me when I was in Congress, some of them in retrospect. I understand. It goes with serving in public office. But you know and I know that when you have a county where over 60% of the vote is cast, that when 30% of the tabulation machines go on the fritz, you got a problem. It's just kind of curious, isn't it? You know, you used to hear from the fourth estate, we are here to stand up for freedom. We are here to question authority. For whatever reason, they're happy to take their orders from the Democrats on the left. Kind of curious how that works, isn't it? Well, I guess it shouldn't be a mystery, huh? 602-508-0960. When we come back, the latest high-tech tiff. And speaking of, quote, journalists on the left, they're having a Elon Musk attack. We'll talk about it next. Ah, taking us back to the great flick, The Graduate. Probably not for little kids, and I was a little kid at the time, but knowing, well, I was never little, check that. I was in grade school. Recovering Congressman J.D. Hayworth in for Seth Liebson, 602-508-0960, the number to call. Standing by in Chandler, it's Robert. Robert, we got a couple of minutes. I belayed that whole uh Elon Musk thing to talk with you. What's on your mind, brother? Hello, J.G. Well, I want to tell you that the election system in Maricopa County started going downhill when Pontus, Pontus, by the way, he's also a Marine, not like Gutless Guanyo, like Ruben is a little Gutless, but Pontus is a smart-ass Marine who changed the whole election system and eliminated precincts and went with these ballots-on-demand machines, which don't ever work. Oh yeah, it's 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 the biggest scam going. You you get rid of the precincts, you go to voting centers, and you know what's next, right? It's as if the the election that gave us richer uh, against the Marxist Marine Fontes, 
It's as if that was all contrived because dimes to donuts. If this thing doesn't change, let me just tell you what's going to happen. There's going to be a big meeting, and Stephen Richer and Adrian Fontes are going to get together, and they're going to say, to save money and to end the strife, we just need to have compulsory voting by mail. Don't doubt me on this thing, Robert. That's the way it's going to turn out. I got to tell you, and I appreciate very much your call. Now, it's firing people up. Robert was pretty good. He was getting going in in the uh, what we're going to have after the news at five. Blow out the phones, open phones on steroids. But before we have to say goodbye in this first hour, I promise something on Elon Musk. Uh, If you sit down and watch the Alphabet Networks tonight, they would have you believe that Elon Musk is a hypocrite, that he is banning people from Twitter just because of his capricious whims. Let me explain what's going on. Have you heard of the term doxing? That's where either your position, and by the way, there has been more to destroy American privacy with the cell phone and the ability to track you than just about anything else that has happened. But whether it's a home address or in the case of Elon Musk, you got a jet, they get the tail number, they put it up and they chart your flights, Elon Musk is concerned that he's a marked man. He's got kids, and when they started to put that out, he said, okay, that's it. We're not going to do it. This is not the right to know anymore. Can you imagine if Eisenhower, and you can read it, the account in his biography, all the war correspondents come up in 1944 in, uh, in England. Ike says, hey, guys, just want you to know we're going on June 6th. And none of them wrote anything. They said, General, why did you tell us? Because you're good Americans who don't want to see fellow Americans killed. Journalistic ethics, kind of like jumbo shrimp. Sorry, that's just the way it is. Musk was right to ban those guys. Hour two is ahead. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 